to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Marineland Boating Center, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley. And got a big show planned for you today. Aaron, um, we will not have bank shots today. But I am hanging out tonight uh, with none other than Executive Vice President Brian Fonville. In fact, we're we're gonna we're gonna be uh, uh, hitting the tennis courts after the show today. <laughs> so no bank shots, but there will be tennis. Now, Aaron, the problem with that is he is at least a decade, maybe twelve years younger than we are. So that that worries me a little bit. When I say that, he may even be like in his early 30s. So this could be an issue. And he's also, he runs around the lake, does all that all the time. So uh, around Lake Waco and uh, around those golf courses. What's that golf course out there? so pretty. Ridge, Ridge, Ridgecrest. Um, Ridgewood? Ridgewood. Um, I only, you know, have been around here my whole life. Uh, it is, uh, Ridgecrest was the apartments some of my buddies used to live in across from the Farrell Center. I don't even know if they still exist. But, Aaron, it's, this is, uh, so that'll be, that'll be nice. We'll get, we'll get some bank shots going on out there. Aaron, do you like my chances? Again, I am a decent tennis player and a formerly was a, was a so-so athlete. Do you like my chances at age 48? Against the 32-year-old Brian Fonville this evening. Uh, no. <laughs> I, I just think you know he—he he seems like uh, he probably keeps himself in great shape, and I, I know you—you you do too. But you know, just the age difference is going to be tough to overcome. <laughs> Well, I like how you threw in. I know you do too. No, don't. I don't think your heart was in that at all. I know you do too. That I know how to hedge my bets. That was the biggest <laughs> backhanded compliment I've ever received in my entire life. Aaron Sexton, ladies and gentlemen, he's so nice to John Morris. Anything, John? John, can I get you some more chicken? Can I get you some more Cane's chicken? Do you want the secret sauce, John? And old Mosley comes on, and it's it is just. Oh man, just throws me to the wolves. All right, um, we had a, we had the seventy nine program today. As always, game time. You can hear that in the morning. Garrett Ross featured on that show along with uh, Tom Barfield and Ward White. Garrett, Aaron, the other day, I, and I wanted to update our group. I tried to get the head coach. We're going to get him on soon of USF since they got Gary Bohannon to transfer there. I was told, Aaron, there's some ni there's some like. Um, transfer, NIL, whatever, stuff that they had to kind of uh, finish up before mm. the coach could talk about Gary. I can't remember if they said NIL or not. I don't, want it, I don't want it to sound like Gary's getting a bunch of money. I think it might have had more to do with the transfer portal. They want to make sure he's signed and all that, 
before maybe the head coach is allowed to comment on him. Now, Aaron, if we see nationally some quotes from that coach, we're going to cry foul. You know, we're going to call them say, hey, hey, we're reading quotes here. But until then, we'll just we'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Um, I, I did find it funny. I asked the PR guy for USF, who seemed really nice. I said, who's the best beat writer that covers USF, you know, that we could talk to? Who would be best? And he gave me the name. And I looked, Aaron, and sure enough, it was the guy Garrett Ross booked for game time. You know, with kind of that that wild curly hair, you saw that tweet go out. the the uh, The guy from two four seven. So they already game time already had him. So it's uh, Aaron. We were late to the party, but that's okay. We will uh, we will live to fight another day. I'm also very interested in what Jacob Zeno does at UAB, and I think that'll be interesting and. Uh, Aaron, the uh, the news of yesterday that we brought that was so fun for everybody um, that um, Kim Mulkey's son, Kramer Robertson, was making his debut and uh, with the with the big league club, St. Louis Cardinals. I looked this morning, Aaron, and he did get in the game. Now, look, I was trying to see, well, did he walk? Why, why is he here in the box score? Pinch, he was a pinch runner. Because I looked to see if he pinch hit for somebody, but no. Then I saw the PR. So he went in to run. And I can't. I wish I could tell you who it was for. But he went in and he got on the base paths. I don't know if he ever advanced. I don't know if he advanced a second, third. I mean, I can't. They, they're not that descriptive in your, your typical baseball base, uh, you know, box score to be able to tell me that. Was he stranded? He didn't score. He didn't score a run, so I guess that meant he had to be stranded or thrown out or whatever. Uh, But he did make it into the game. Aaron, how cool is that? And you saw those pictures with Kim Mulkey and uh, standing out there at that great ballpark, Bush Stadium. Do they still call it Bush Stadium? I think so. And um, I I have horrible memories of that ballpark, but it it is a fairly famous ballpark, and people like it. Uh, That's where the infamous Game 6 for the Rangers took place. Ugh. And I was sitting right behind home plate. Not like in those seats, but like up in the press box was where we were sitting. And I was just getting ready to take it all in. You know, like, and I was even had my little uh, poncho ready for the, because, uh, you, you know, you'd know you be in the clubhouse for the champagne celebration. And so I had some goggles and everything so that I could, you know, not, it'd be fun to get wet and all that, but I didn't want to just get completely drenched, so I had all my gear ready. And lo and behold, and I wasn't the only one. I don't, I don't want to be like, oh, Mosley showed up with his rain gear. Everybody does that when they think that the team has a chance to close out the World Series. The reporters bring their own ponchos and stuff. And the infamous Nelly Cruz wanders around out there. They should have had... They should have had to back up. What was that guy's name, Aaron? It was a little. It was a. He was a right field. He was an outfielder, uh, journeyman kind of guy. And they could have put him out there. He would have made the play. But they let Nelly go back out to right field, and Nelly, you know, ran around and let that thing fall. I I always wonder, and I ask people this: Is that your? You know, you got your best sports moment. 
for for fans, and maybe that's the 90 Super Bowls for the Cowboys. Maybe it was the 2011 Mavericks NBA title. Maybe it was some of those Spurs titles for some of our Spurs fans. But invariably, if you ask a fan of Dallas sports, what was your worst moment ever as a sports fan? I, the old timers might go back to that, you know, losing that Jackie Smith. I mean, you have to. Some of the old timers might go back to the '70s and losing those Super Bowls. But anybody like 40 and under, or even like 45 and under, will say Game Six versus the. Uh, Versus the the uh, Cardinals, that was tough. Oh, I, Aaron, were, was that a tough moment for you? Was that one of your worst sports moments ever? I, it was my worst sports moment ever. I was very young when Jackie Smith dropped that touchdown. I remember my uncles and my grandfather watching it and the looks on their face when it happened. But um, you know, I was seven, I think. But yes, it was easily Nelson Cruz when that ball came off the bat. I was watching with my best friend, and we just. We start jumping up and down. We're celebrating because we're about to win a World Series. We, you knew it wasn't a home run off the bat. And then it just, you know, as, as the ball goes, Nelson Cruz just stops, you know, or, and it goes over his head. And we're just like incredulous. I mean, we, we were silent for a couple of minutes, I think. It was just, oh, gives me heartburn thinking about it. And then people forget that, you know, that they actually came back. Josh Hamilton hit a home run in the 10th to give him another two-run lead. And then uh, the closer, uh, Neftali Felice, blew the lead. So, I mean, that was a gut-wrenching game. But, I mean, it should have never came to that. It was a routine warning track fly ball, and Nelson Cruz couldn't catch it. So, uh, Man, you're right. You're right. It was, it was that in – and then Berkman was involved, and what was the guy Todd? What was it? Oh, who was it? he went to? I'm trying to think, I think he went to. I remember he he played for the Angels after that, and he, of course, he had he it, he hit the huge one of those big big time hits there. They just everything they did to keep that game alive, and it was just killer. What was that guy's name? Aaron, who was he? He's haunted us for years. Bergman hit one of those things, and then the other one was the Cardinals' third baseman. In his name, how would I ever forget this? His first name was Todd, wasn't it? Uh, what was that guy's name? Anyway, people will know on the text line, CNC Collision text line, because then he went to the Angels after that, and I think he also played for the Pirates for a little bit, and he haunted us for years. Maybe that's a good sign that I'm not remembering that. Two five four six six two sixteen sixty. If you remember some of these things, now, Aaron, we had. Uh, um, we may have a situation where we just need to pass the phone uh, uh, back and forth, but between these two Baylor, we we the Baylor regional, the NCAA regional, Baylor just dominated that thing, and Rosie Belsham and Britta Snyder were jockeying back and forth. And, and so the deal I made, Aaron, with uh, the Baylor Sports SID for, for golf, for men's and women's golf, Matt Roberts, I said, hey, whoever between those two, between Britta and Rosie, whoever has the, uh, the, the best, you know, the, the uh, highest finisher, that's who we'll have on. Well, Aaron, they finished tied for second. They both did great. <laughs> they were like vying to win the whole thing. And um, it's incredible. So Britta Snyder is going to join us. What I was trying to see if we could do, um, 
uh, is have them pass the phone back and forth. Wouldn't that be fun, Aaron? Uh, <laughs> for between the two of them. But Britta Snyder is is who we're going to have. But another great win for the Baylor women's golf program, Jay Goble. Uh, I know he was set to be on with uh, with John Morris earlier today, and uh, John's kept in touch. And so we, we were going to get a player from that team, and Rosie Belsham and Britta Snyder finished tied for second in that tournament. Girling Core, Addie Baggerly, you know, also did really well. They played there in Stillwater, Oklahoma. Aaron, that's a fun thing when you can go into enemy territory. And, boy, they they love their golf at Oklahoma State. Their men's program's probably considered, uh, if not the greatest program of the past 25 or 30 years, you know, one of the top five. Women's program, good, too. And to go to their home course where they're hosting – and and just obliterate them, and to win the thing by 13 strokes, that's good playing. That is some good playing. So, anyway, uh, Britta Snyder is going to be on with us, and she's a great player for the women. Rosie Belsham and Britta Snyder tie for second place for the Baylor women's golf. And then, Aaron, we also have some uh, playoff baseball. I've been hearing Tom, love it when Tom cuts one of those promos, man. And he gets all excited. We got Bosqueville. I think I, I heard first pitch coming up, uh, Aaron, at 6.30. What, give us the details on that. What night and everything is Bosqueville? Because that's, that's going to be a really good game. Because I, uh, I remember I recognized the team Bosqueville was playing. What night are we going to have that on, Aaron? That's 6.30 first pitch, I believe. The 6.45 uh, for the pregame, 7 o'clock first pitch is ah. uh, Bosqueville in Italy. Tomorrow night, and Tom Barfield oh. will have the call. Oh, don't get Tom will get mad if we say it wrong. Remember, it's Italy. Yeah. Italy. <laughs> um, and Greg from Waco wants you to know it was Todd Zeal was the third baseman. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, Todd Zeal. Is that right? I'm yeah, just thinking back over the last all these. I guess that's right because Todd. I mean, I knew it was a Todd. And I think Todd Zill played for the Pirates, uh, Cardinals, and then he went on to play for the Angels. I just remember you couldn't see that guy without having just horrible memories and everything. But I think it's a good sign for us, Aaron, that we couldn't come up with it. Maybe we're maybe we're ready to move on with our lives. Okay, we got um, we got Baylor women's golf, and we got one of the stars from today's regional. They closed it out with a big win in Stillwater. That's next. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly clear skies tonight and still very humid conditions. Low temperatures fall to 71 degrees. Tomorrow we'll start off with a few clouds. Otherwise, partly to mostly sunny skies. Breezy and very warm. A high of 94. And the same story on Friday. Mostly sunny skies with above normal temperatures and a high of 95. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Matt Mosley. 
Weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville at CC CollisionCenter.com and on Facebook. John Morris here telling you all about my friends at Marineland Boating Center, home of Crest Pontoon Boats and Yamaha Outboards. They have boats in stock for immediate delivery. Enjoy days of fishing and family boating fun from Crest Pontoons, powered by Yamaha Outboard Motors. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. Did you know there are more Lego figures than there are actual people on Earth? Did you know that a well-known fast food chain once created bubblegum-flavored broccoli? Or how about that gorillas burp when they're happy? Hi there, this is the Foundation Doctor, and I like teaching you new things. When it comes to foundation repair, there are a lot of things to learn, and you can get overwhelmed in a hurry. What kind of peers? How do they work? What kind of warranty? What about my plumbing? Don't get overwhelmed. Don't get sucked into that vortex of this guy versus that guy or this method or that. At The Foundation Doctor, we offer more methods and options than anyone in town. We've been doing this a long time, and we know what works. Let us teach you what we know and guide you through this most challenging process. It doesn't have to be painful. So give the doctor a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Fox Tonight, it's the Masked Singer Road to the Finale with an exclusive performance and brand new clues. Taking you way behind the scenes. Then the Domino Masters season finale. Domino! Every colossal bill. They're going to try to make my mind explode. Every tense topple. I'm going to be sick. Has all led up to this. Who will win it all? This is really, really close. All new Masked Singer special in the Domino Masters season finale. And stay tuned for Fox 44 News at 9. Your news now. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Morton Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Suns Roofing. Dallas Mavericks fall to the Suns 110 to 80 last night. Suns now lead that series 3 to 2. 76ers lost to the Heat 102 to 85. Miami leads their series 3 to 2. Tonight in the NBA playoffs, Milwaukee at Boston tip is at 6 o'clock. Series tied at two games each. Golden State at Memphis. Golden State leading that series three games to one. Tonight, UIL playoff softball continues on our airways. Crawford, Lady Pirates versus Italy Gladiators from Waco ISD. First pitch at 6 o'clock, and you can hear that game on 104.9 FM. Texas Rangers beat the Kansas City Royals last night 6-4. Rangers and Royals game two of their series tonight, 7.05 first pitch. And you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. It's Wednesday. 
boy, Barnett Contracting, thank you for what you do. Thank you for uh, being one of the great family companies in uh, in Central Texas. Now, let's go to Oklahoma, and let's go to Karsten Creek. This is a very famous course in Stillwater, and joining us now is none other than Britta Snyder. And uh, Britta, congratulations. Now, if they start handing out trophies, just hand, your, hand the phone to your coach. And go get your trophy, okay? I don't want to. I don't want to keep you from that. But um, congratulations! No. That was a, a very exciting time. And boy, you and Rosie, uh, y'all. It's not. It's like neither one of you uh, wanted to let the other one finish in sole possession of second. Y'all. Y'all both no, finished extremely absolutely. strong. <laughs> yes, it was awesome to watch. Yeah. Well, what what's the um, what was the scene like? Now, y'all have done this before, and y'all have had great finishes, but. To do it, you know, with the rivals on their home course and to do it by as many strokes as you did it by, were you able, Britta, to kind of stay locked in and and focused even though you knew you kind of had everything in hand? Yeah, I think a lot of our focus today was just on taking it one shot at a time and controlling what we can control because we knew that it was going to be a long day ahead of us. But if we were able to do that, that we would be good to go. <laughs> I would say, I would say you were good to go. Now tell me this, y'all, I, I could not believe how many Eagles I was seeing throughout these three rounds. Yeah. And it wasn't just on 18. I, I, in my mind, I'm like, okay, maybe there, maybe that thing was playing short at five, but there was other, there were other <laughs> Eagles on like a par four, I'm trying to think if that was you yeah. or Rosie. One of y'all had a I one of y'all had an Gerlene, eagle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Gerlene, seventeen, I think. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I was seeing all these yellows. Well, I love watching yeah. y'all on these scorecards. That's how I keep up, oh, and I'm like re- hitting refresh. Yeah, I'm the fanboy over here. Um, and uh, <laughs> was try was trying to see how these things would um, would finish up. What was what was that eighteen par five playing like? Were y'all just were y'all all, like, uh, getting on that thing in two and, and, and having a go at it? Yeah, so 18 was a dog leg left for us, and it's all water up the left. So if you hit it left, you're you're dropping and trying again. But a lo- the three of us, when we were finishing, Rosie was in front of me, I was in the middle, and Gurleen was behind me. And I watched Rosie hit her second shot to, like, three feet, had an eagle. And I was like, okay, well, I got to do something now. <laughs> So then I put, I was a little farther right. I put a five wood on the green, two putted for birdie. And then I watched Gerlene hit it to about 15 feet past the hole and then makes her eagle putt for an awesome finish. <laughs> okay. So yeah, I'm looking at the scores now and that's, what's funny. I, I think at some point I'd said, Hey, you know, uh, to, to your SID, you know, Matt, I said, just, you know, of, of Rosie and Britta, you know, in the, in the, in the, in Gerlene, you know, just whoever has the, uh, the uh uh you know the highest finish the, the finish is best and then all y'all somehow like tie for second <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know that's so, awesome we were so, for it yeah yeah that's pretty incredible every one of y'all uh two under and um and then of course i'm looking Addie uh finish i mean she's top 20 so it was an yeah. incredible is, is it britta was this um and I know y'all have added Addie recently, so you're kind of getting her worked into the team and everything. Was this as uh, it, it, y'all have won other tournaments, but it, to to do what you did at this stage with the importance of it and everything, was this one of the better moments you remember since you've been at Baylor? 
definitely. I think this was one of the most rewarding wins at Baylor that we've had. We've grinded it out and won some really great tournaments. But to be able to do this in postseason on a really tough golf course with some really great teams here, it was a great feeling. And I think we all really enjoyed it and knew how special it was coming down 18 to finish like that. You know, I, I, one of the things I like, talking to Britta Snyder uh, for the Baylor Women's Golf uh, Program, who tied for second with her teammates, uh, Gurleen Kaur and Rosie Belsham, uh, I, I, I just like how when one person is way up, um, I mean, y'all sort of pick each other up. And Gurleen mm-hmm. did not have her characteristic opening round, although she one of those rounds she eagled at the end, you know, to uh, like she yes. did today. I mean, it's so funny how y'all finish, but... Is there, when one of your players, Gurleen's been known as the number one player, but uh-huh. if I feel like Ro- Rosie and you, Britta, you'll all sort of have that mindset uh, of, of a number one player. Is that is that accurate? Yeah. Is that kind of how you approach each round? Yeah, that's definitely the truth. I think that we're a very tight group of five that we know on any given day, any of us can beat each other. And when we're able to watch each other from the fairways, see our teammates rolling in putts, we're able to feed off that energy from each other and really ride the momentum and all make some great putts and coming clutch. All right. Now, what was your what was your kind of biggest moment? You had, like you said, that was an important birdie at the last. It's kind of fun that y'all could all see each other as you were finishing up. I like the uh, visual of that. But what what for you? What was your maybe either best day or or like best moment of the uh, the tournament? Because obviously. 13 strokes ahead, I mean, you know, y'all could basically do anything you wanted down the stretch. It's pretty cool that you kept grinding. But what was, for you personally, what was your best moment of this uh, regional? So for me, on hole 16 today, I had a feeling that we were all kind of close. You know, the cheers are getting a little louder. I could tell that everyone watching was getting a little more suspenseful. And on 16, I actually pulled a three-wood right on a slight dog leg and hit it into trees. And I had to punch out straight sideways and it only went about 15 feet and it just barely got in the fairway i had 124 over these trees to the pin with the wind blowing hard off my right and i was able to choke a nine iron and i barely got it over the trees and it stopped at four feet just below the hole and i got up there and i was like oh my gosh like people are cheering like i think it's close like this is crazy and i was able to just step up there and make it and then i made two more clutch putts coming in and that, that was just a really great feeling for me to ride that momentum with putting and just know that you have it when the pressure's on it, it, that's pretty awesome now on a shot like that over the trees do you open up your blade quite a bit do you do you have to kind of manufacture that shot or were you able to kind of hit it with your normal you know approach how do how did you how did you get yeah. enough distance and get it over the trees like you did so on this particular shot for me, it was a really bad number. My pitching wedge goes just short of that, but my nine iron actually goes closer to 135. So I had to get it up in the wind, which I was a little scared of because I thought the wind could take it super hard left, which would be in the trees again. On this one, I just <laughs> choked down on the nine iron a little more and swung harder than normal to use the club head speed to get it up in the air. And it just barely cleared the trees. It was nice. Yeah, yeah, I love the shot making, choking down on it, doing all of that. Now, I, I, I got to – so now you get to celebrate this thing. That's going to be a, a, a great – I saw you all leaving town in the uh, – or I saw video of it in that van. That'll be a, that'll oh, be yeah. a fun – that'll be a fun ride home. Now, what's a – how do you all celebrate? Is there some singing involved or some chants? Like, is this a uh, 
uh, or do y'all are y'all pretty calm group? What will the uh, what will the celebration or the uh, the ride home be like? Or you get some do you get some uh, tunes going? Absolutely, I think there'll be a little bit of carpool karaoke going on the way home. And one of our team rewards is we get to stop at Bucky's on the way back, so we're all going to be <laughs> in Bucky's and get some drinks, and we're going to be shopping it up in there as our team reward. So that's our big celebration, our little treat to ourselves. That's good. That's good. Nil. I think Nil should uh, Bucky should like sponsor you guys for for you saying oh, yes, that, uh, Britta. We I need think to get we you. Put that out in the air. We uh, we'll get that on social media. Now you're going to have to retweet this and all that, but I'll I'll do my part <laughs> getting that out there. Now, are you? Uh, what's your go to at at Bucky's? Do you like those? Uh, uh, they they've got some sweet treats, but now I I like uh-huh. the cheddar. I like the smoked cheddar. And some summer sausage and, and some of that. What do you go? Or the jer- the uh, teriyaki beef jerky. But that's for, like, older oh. guys like me. What do you go no, with? No, no. Uh, well, as a team, we usually get a fudge assortment, which is a great go-to. And then we're always pulled pork sandwiches. That is the go-to. The <laughs> pecans are awesome. The glazed ones. And the sweet tea is the best sweet tea in Texas. I will say that. It's amazing. Oh, man, you've, you've really embraced. Now, you're from Ames, Iowa. There's probably not a lot yes. of sweet tea in Ames, no, so you sir. have embraced our ways in the South. Um, but that's, uh, that is really, uh, I like, I love this, uh, Bucky's angle. Now, let me ask you this. What was that? Was the wind in Oklahoma and Stillwater similar to what you see in Houston and Waco and playing in the Texas wind or was it even more or less? What was the, what was, how was the, what were the elements like at this course? Yeah, so recently we've been, we've been playing in a lot of wind. Um, at the Brezzy and at Big 12, both in Texas, it was blowing 20 to 30 a lot of times. And when we came here, it was about 15 to, like, 22 for most of the week. And you would get on, like, 16, 17, and 18, and it's really wide open right over a body of water, and it would gust like crazy. But we felt really prepared since we were able to play in tournaments and be in Texas where it is so windy leading up to this event. All right, and remind me, Britta, how did you um, – what what was it about – obviously, Baylor had a great program, but I'm sure those Iowa schools were where you grew up were, were you know, desperately wanting you to stay. Was it the um, – what what brought you to Waco? Did you just like what they were building there, and, and uh, did you get a visit, or you uh, – you got a, you got some Baptist in your family. What uh, what was the what what was the big reason you chose this program? Well, first and foremost, I wanted to go further south. Uh, growing up in Iowa, I did not like the winters up there. It's not great for the golf game. So coming <laughs> to Texas was a, a great reward and bonus. But I actually committed when I was fourteen, and Baylor had just come off uh, finishing runner up in the national championship, and mm. I came down visited me a couple times, fell in love with the campus, the school, everything about it. We have brand new practice facilities. Coaches are awesome. It, it was an offer that was very hard to deny. So fell in love with it. Yeah, yeah. I was just sitting here trying to think. Um, yeah, I mean, my daughter's 14, and I can't imagine somebody offering her a scholarship already. So that had to be interesting yeah. to still to not be able to drive for two years and have people yeah. fighting over you to, to come to school. But uh uh, so you, so did you, how, how soon did you commit after that? Like, so they, so, did you? Yeah, I got offered, um, I think I was at the U.S. Junior in New York when Jay called me and I think I committed like the next week. I, it was a very quick decision, but I knew that it was what I wanted and here we are. So it worked out all right. 
Yeah, I would say so. Uh, talking to Britta Snyder from Ames, Iowa. She's a Texan now. She's never going back. Uh, she's going to stay right down here and uh, was celebrating. I'm trying to see here now. Did the uh, I guess OSU did make it, didn't they? Into the uh, they'll yeah. get to they'll get to go to to uh, uh, to the next round and everything. But still, that's that's really mm-hmm. cool when you can uh, when you can do that. Um, but uh, that's what a great round it was. Uh, three Baylor players tied for second. Uh, four players in the uh, in the top twenty, and Johanna's a great player too, and and uh, and and she continues to, you know, to put up good scores and everything. But listen, what now? By the way, on the um, what's your preferred? Uh, do you like Timberlake? Are you do you go old school with some R and B, or like if you were going to do the uh, karaoke, what would you choose on the uh, bus ride home? Can you hear me? Oh, I lost you for a second, but now I have you. I am a country music fan. <laughs> uh, that's Anything right. Anything country, that's my go-to. All right. Well, I, I was, I was, uh, I like that, I like that Stapleton guy, and and I had a little Luke yeah. Combs going last night. Why don't you do some Tennessee, do some Tennessee whiskey or something like that? Even though we're a Baptist school, that'd be a good one on the way home, and then. Uh, and uh, y'all have a great time, and uh, tell Jay and the whole gang, uh, congrats, and we'll work on this uh, Bucky's thing, okay? When I send this out, yes. make sure you jump in there, because I'm going to quote you uh, saying that, you know, that's, you're going straight to Bucky's, and maybe we, can, uh, maybe we can land an NIL deal out of this. Yes, please. That would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Congrats, Britta. Great to appreciate you being on with us. Go get your trophy now. Thank you. Thank you All for right. having me. Yeah, yeah, it was great. There she goes, Britta Snyder from Ames, Iowa. And uh, you can see why I love these golf teams. They're, these uh, players are a lot of fun and easy to root for. And um, she'll head over to Bucky's, get the uh, get the pulled pork sandwich, Aaron, and what else? Some fudge treats. Did they want? Did they say the the team likes the uh, <clears throat> the the Bucky's fudge? I think it is. Yeah. So, okay, good, good. They'll load up on that. And then head home in one of those. Uh, it's kind of a luxury bus. I mean, it's not a long like country and western star bus, but it's a, it's kind of a, uh, it's kind of a smaller bus. But it looks nice, and they'll uh, they'll head home with a victory. All right, great to visit with Britta there. Lots coming up today. Uh, next, though, we're going to stay with college athletics, college football, the latest, the transfer portal. Aaron's always in there studying, seeing what the latest is. And we have a lot of stuff going on in terms of the NCAA is trying to do some things, which is always a joke. Um, Campus Confidential is next. Baylor baseball headed to Manhattan, Kansas for a three-game series with Kansas State this weekend. Games Friday at 6 p.m., Saturday at 4, and Sunday at 1 for the Bears and the Wildcats from the Little Apple. Bears. Wildcats, Big 12 Baseball, this weekend from the Little Apple. Join Derek Smith and Max Calderon this weekend here on ESPN Central Texas. 
Mike Terry Auto Group is proud to serve Central Texas with the best deals on new and used cars, auto service, and community involvement. With over seven brands of vehicles, you're sure to find your new ride from Mike Terry Auto Group. Check out their Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership in Hillsboro and the Chevy Buick GMC dealership in Mahia. At any Mike Terry dealership, they will pay over the price of Kelly Blue Book for your trade-in and accept all creditors. Check out their website at mterryautogroup.com to see the value of your trade-in and browse their inventory. Head over to Mike Terry Auto Dealership today and find someone you can trust. Refinance your vehicle with Genco and skip payments for 90 days. Rates as low as 1.99% APR for 48 months. Online applications will get an additional 0.1% off their rate and have a chance to win a 0% auto loan. We had another baby, so we really needed a lower car payment and a bigger car. Refinancing our loan with Genco made both possible. Thank you, Genco. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoFCU.org. Member NCUA. Genco! What do John Morris, Kirk Watson, Maxine Hart, Walter Abercrombie, Martha Lou Scott, Michael Hyatt, and Robert Darden all have in common? They've each been interviewed on Baylor Line's Direct Line Conversation Series. You can hear from these outstanding bears and many, many more with a subscription to Baylor Line Insider. This is your all-access pass to the best content in the Baylor family. Subscribe today at baylorline.com krzi. Tom Ward and Garrett, weekdays 7 and 9 on ESPN Central Texas. Fox Tonight, it's the Masked Singer Road to the Finale with an exclusive performance and brand new clues. Taking you way behind the scenes. Then the Domino Masters season finale. Domino! Every colossal bill. You're going to try to make my mind explode. Every tense topple. I'm going to be sick. Has all led up to this. Who will win it all? This is really, really close. All new Masked Singer special in the Domino Masters season finale. And stay tuned for Fox 44 News at 9, your news now. Have you been thinking about a new deck for your home, lake house, or country place, or maybe a new pergola for your backyard, or redoing a room to give it a more western or rustic look? If the answer is yes, we invite you to come see us at Redwoods Incorporated. We take pride in having the best selection in the greater Waco area for top quality wood products. It makes no difference if you are just wanting ideas, curious about probable cost, or want us to recommend an outstanding contractor, our folks at Redwoods Incorporated want to help you from start to finish. Come visit with Greg or Scott and see our new showroom conveniently located on Esther Drive, just off North Valley Mills behind Applebee's Restaurant. Redwoods Incorporated wants you to know no project is too big or too small for us to give you our personal attention. So please call us at 772-5243 or just stop by Redwoods Incorporated anytime and let us show you how helpful we can be. You'll be glad you did. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Morton Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Dallas Mavericks fall to the Suns 110-80 last night. Suns now lead that series 3-2. 76ers lost to the Heat 102-85. Miami leads their series 3-2. Tonight in the NBA playoffs, Milwaukee at Boston. Tip is at 6 o'clock. Series tied at two games each. Golden State at Memphis. Golden State leading that series three games to one. Tonight, UIL playoff softball continues on our airways. Crawford, Lady Pirates versus Italy Gladiators from Waco ISD. First pitch at 6 o'clock, and you can hear that game on 104.9 FM. Texas Rangers beat the Kansas City Royals last night 6-4. Rangers and Royals, game two of their series tonight, 7.05 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. 
Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, and uh, we got a treat uh, coming up for you. We're going to let you hear a little bit of our visit the other day. Uh, Scott Drew has been doing kind of a book tour, did a book signing yesterday, had a big crowd out there, and he spoke to us, uh, a, uh, a Mosley Show exclusive, and always appreciate Scott. He uh, got a book uh, to me a couple of weeks ago and uh, really have enjoyed, uh, enjoyed reading it and enjoyed visiting with him. And um, we lined it up kind of at the last minute the other day to, to have him on. And so I just wanted, uh, you know, more people to get to hear that. And um, we'll do that in the 5 o'clock hour. I believe we're going to target about 5.20 to let you hear some of that interview. But first, and Aaron's excited after, you know, celebrating this Baylor uh, Stillwater Regional victory where they had two pl- three players tie for second. What an unbelievable deal. And uh, w- But uh, we will uh, turn it over to Aaron now, who has some information for us in our daily feature called Campus Confidential. Monday was a rarity in college football as far as recruiting goes. Arch Manning actually went on the record. He hasn't said much about, his, about the recruiting process so far. Expected to be the top recruit in the 2023 class, or at least the top quarterback recruit. Um, he is now, according to Sports Illustrated, narrowed his list to a top three. Now, he hasn't eliminated Florida and LSU. He said they're still on his list, but he, he said his top three are Georgia, Alabama, and Texas. So the top quarterback in the nation in this year's upcoming recruiting class has a top three of Georgia, Alabama, and Texas, he announced yesterday. He did say, as I mentioned, though, that Florida and LSU – are still in the running. Both of those schools obviously have new coaches, so they have some work to do. Yeah, boy, I find this interesting. And I, I also read a deal where he said that there is no red carpet treatment. Like the way the way he's approached recruiting and, you know, we, we kind of thought, oh, if there's a 2023 kid being offered $8 million, you know, that's who it's going to be. And it's not. It hasn't been so. I kind of like that. Kind of like the, uh, kind of like the attitude. I mean, there's a lot of uh, privilege in our country, and I think when somebody that has tremendous privilege doesn't behave like they do, that's a great thing. That's a wonderful thing. We've seen some unfortunate instances lately where uh, uh, privileged kids uh, aren't acting the right way in public, and uh, I, I I like. Uh, I like, I like this. I like reading about that, some of the good stories. Now, you know, what's funny about LSU, when you mention LSU, Aaron, is isn't it amazing how as great a program at times LSU has been with the national title recent years? For the most part, they don't land. I'm not saying they don't land heralded quarterbacks, but they – other than Burrow, who was a transfer quarterback from Ohio State, I mean, it, it, their quarterbacks don't hit. They don't hit big. You know, and when they do, they don't really do anything in the NFL. 
I mean, Aaron, I mean, can you, can you, I mean, remember in the last, I mean, you, you obviously had a number one pick overall years ago in Jamarcus Russell, and that turned into an enormous bust. It, it's just interesting to me. We were talking about Missouri the other day and, and naming the NFL quarterbacks out of Missouri, and they actually had a few. They had some first-round guys. And we were, I think we were talking about maybe Drew Locke, uh, uh, Trace Daniel's name came up, Blaine Gabbert. But it's just interesting to me how, I mean, it's, it's un, you understand that Alabama is going to put out amazing quarterbacks, and they're going to get drafted very, very high. The same thing for Clemson. Now, Watson's been through some stuff, but when he's been on the field, he's been amazing. It's, it's, a, it's, it's remarkable to me, Aaron, that a school like LSU doesn't put out more quality quarterbacks. Well, and, you know, I've, I've had this conversation a lot up until um, Joe Burrow got there and, and Ogeron became the head coach. For some reason, they, they were talented on both sides of the ball, just full of NFL players every year, but they would just run the most basic offense every year. And it was not quarterback friendly. It was try, to try to run right at you and grind you down and, and you know, a, a safe, short passing game. And it just didn't work. You know, they just they couldn't beat Alabama who ran a pro-style offense or, or the other schools who, who ran the spread. And I just never understood it. And then Ogeron embraced that spread offense and when he got a real quarterback and uh, got him a national championship. But, yeah, I mean, uh, for some reason they just – Wanted to play throwback football as far as their offense for, I don't know, pretty much all my all my life. They didn't manage to win a national championship with less miles, but you know sometimes talent just wins out. Yeah, yeah, I uh, I think that's right, uh, and we'll see. Now they have the uh, the man who likes to dance, and they <laughs> but they they have they have what's called a like a hard A type coach. They've had what you would call like weirdo coaches, and you're right. They've had some success with those coaches, but now with Brian Kelly, they get like a, a real professional CEO type, and we'll see because they're not used to that kind of thing. All right, Aaron, I'm, I'm spending too much time on this. I know you have other information. What else do you have for us? Yesterday, we talked about 247 Sports reporting that Louisville coach Scott Satterfield had uh, implied that Alabama had tampered with receiver Tyler Harrell, who entered the transfer portal in April and then committed to the Crimson Tide 10 days later. Guess what Coach Saban had to say about that? Oh, you'll never guess. I'd like to hear this. <laughs> he said, quote, we don't tamper with anybody. He said that at a golf event today. He said, I don't know if anybody that's tampered with him, you know, I don't really know that anybody's ever tampered with our players. I just think sometimes when things happen, it makes you wonder I'm not making accusations against anybody that's done anything to our players, and I don't have any knowledge of anybody that's done anything with anybody else's players. And, yes, I read that whole paragraph on purpose just to show you how much he uh, kind of obfuscated <laughs> when he was answering the question. He's like, I don't know anything about anything about anything about tampering. I don't, think, I don't know if anybody tampered with our players, and we didn't tamper with anybody else. I like how you just, in the middle of that story, dropped the word obfuscate. My gosh. I mean, it's like SAT day for you. I like that. Drop a big I mean, word just, every once in a while. Oh, my I gosh. I, I mean, I don't want to act like I'm shocked because, I mean, you're a smart guy, but my obfuscate, I mean, no, people don't normally 
just drop that in the middle of conversation, at least not on any radio show I've ever been on. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, that but Saban is such a – I mean, that's so interesting, that whole thing. I'm glad you – I'm glad you did read that because uh, I, I I don't mind coaches going after people on the tampering and all. It's just some of the same coaches that get mad when their players get tampered with are bringing other people in. And it's just I think we would be incredibly naive to go, we did not reach out to them until they were in the portal. Now, again, I brought up Josh White the other day as, as an example. I do think sometimes there are players that have a previous relationship with somebody, and the minute they go in the portal, they probably reach out immediately to their past coach. I don't. That doesn't seem like tampering to me. Am I? Am I sounding biased toward the way Baylor gets transfers? Yes, <laughs> exactly. But I don't. I think that's a way different thing than what's happening with some of these like great elite players who people are directly reaching out to and tampering with. Uh, absolutely, yeah. And it's, you know, of course he can say that, and it's probably 100% true. I don't think – I'm, I'm quite certain that nobody on Alabama staff has reached out to recruits that haven't entered the transfer portal. But that's not – and he knows that's not the question. The question is whether, you know, people associated with the athletic program and boosters – or parts of, or, or, or people who are part of the quote-unquote collective for these schools have reached out to the players. And that's what I would like to him to answer. You know, of course he'd say I don't have any knowledge of that, but, I mean, if he's going to complain about it on one hand and then say they don't do it on the other, you know, he could at least speak to it. Yeah, I agree with that. Pittsburgh wide receiver Jordan Addison visited Texas yesterday, one of the top players in football's Wild transfer portal. The All-American wide receiver was in Austin yesterday. He entered the portal on May 3rd. He's still uh, saying that a return to Pittsburgh is possible, but most people think that he will end up in USC playing for Lincoln Riley. But uh, because uh, the NIL package offered by people affiliated with the programs is reported to be as much as $3 million. Now, I don't know if that's entirely for him or you know what they have for possible late transfers but that's a mind-boggling amount of money and uh, we will see where he ends up my money is on where the big money is and that's usc it looks like right now not that texas can't come up with a lot of money but um, usc's kind of been in the lead according to every report i've read i tell you what this is uh the problem with Texas getting <clears throat> these kind of, and they brought one guy in from Wyoming, if Sark is able to keep doing this, and I'm talking about bringing in like big, big-time uh, players, like such as this. This is a Bolitnikoff, big-time, huge player out of Pittsburgh. Aaron, it puts even more pressure on him. You can't go out and go 6-6. Six and six. You can't go out and go seven and five, or seven and six, whatever many games they're playing now. You can't do it um, when you're bringing in this type of talent. Now we had the University of Texas athletic director on with us recently, and he made the point, which may be fair or whatever, that before Sark got there, um, I think they had a lot of people maybe leave the program, 
and their numbers had dwindled. And so maybe there was a talent problem last year. I don't totally buy it, but we could we could give Sark one year with a transition. Aaron, you can't you can't like have these big time recruiting classes and then bring all these great transfers in and then have another five or six win season. You can't do it. And what they've done, they brought in Gary Patterson, and I think Gary will bring some stability and, and, and he'll help the defense. But one of the things Gary loves doing is laying low and trying to convince star players to lay low. That's one of the reasons Gary's probably not encouraging players to get involved in all these NIL deals. Um, I know when Gary heard about that Lamborghini deal as the running back had, you know, I, I don't think Gary was over the moon about it. I mean, and, you know, it's, I think that's an old-school mentality. It doesn't work with all players. So, and I think Sark's walking a fine line. I think Sark had enough of that high life, all the Will Ferrell and all the movie stars dropping by practice going in, in L.A. to have played that part of it. But he also knows maybe at some point, you know, I, I, Pete Carroll had something unbelievable going out there. And that's what Sark would like to create the University of Texas. I still believe it was one of the weirdest hires you could ever make. But if it works, it's genius. If it works, Del Conte looks like a genius. If it doesn't, you know, Chris won't be there that long because he's a great – their AD is, a, is, in addition to being a good friend, he's also – an incredible salesman. He, he was great at doing it at TCU. He's been great in Austin. But you can't sell five and seven. You can't sell six and six. And if they go, if they do that again, it, there'll be trouble in Austin. Yeah, and, and to your point about the talent that they've brought in, you know, it was basically another recruiting class because they got Quentin Ewers, who was a five-star quarterback in, in the top – pocket quarterback in the country coming out of high school. They got the receiver from Wyoming. They also got another receiver that transferred from Alabama that was a five-star recruit and a transfer defensive back from Ohio State who was a five-star coming out of high school. So, I mean, they got a huge injection of talent through the transfer portal that can help them immediately. So we'll see what kind of difference it makes next year. All right, Aaron, um, we got a little more time. Do you have any, uh, you have any other news you wanted to share with us today? Yeah, um, I hate to end on a sad story, but I don't know if you saw about former Michigan State basketball star Adrian Payne. He was uh, fatally shot trying to prevent, uh, trying to uh, help uh, his girlfriend's friend uh, with a domestic dispute. Basically, his girlfriend's best friend called him because she was scared or worried about her boyfriend, and he went over there to try to play, to, you know, to, in an attempt to kind of play peacemaker and ended up being shot by the boyfriend um, and killed. And they charged the, uh, the boyfriend claimed self-defense, but um, he shot and killed uh, former Michigan State star Adrian Payne. That was uh, early Monday as he was trying to, as I said, help uh, his yeah. girlfriend's friend in with a domestic situation. And uh, from what I read, there was no violence up to that point. Um, it's just a, a sad story all the way around. Yeah, horrible. And Adrian Payne played basketball at Michigan State. I saw his uh, 
I saw Draymond Green, who I guess would have been maybe a former teammate or would have played around the same time, uh, talking about him. And if you recall, Aaron, there was a real touching story when Adrian Payne was at Michigan State. There was a little girl that had cancer, and Adrian Payne had a, a very special friendship with with the little girl, and and it was very, it was inspiring. And and he just uh, he did a lot to fight cancer, and uh, and, and by all uh, accounts, a really good young man who um, also I think played for a little bit in the NBA, if I'm not mistaken. It seemed like he was at least on some rosters for a little while. But uh, that is a tough story, a sad story, but one worth telling because um, it was uh, he had done, he'd done a lot of great things in his life and uh, cut short at age 31, a really, really tragic story. All right, that is Campus Confidential. Aaron, you'll like that I spent part of Campus Confidential. I was very focused, as always, but also trying to find the, the Twitter handle for Bucky's. <laughs> and I, I was struggling a little bit because they, it's not, they're not as active as you might think. Aaron, this, this is, uh, you would think Bucky's would have a huge following on Twitter. They have only twenty-two thousand followers. Aaron, wow. how does Bucky's only have? I mean, my gosh, they need someone new in charge of their Twitter. Do you think I should volunteer <laughs> to be in charge? I was going to give him a call. Bucky? <laughs> That's right. Oh, man. I think I'm going to go be an influencer. All right, Aaron, uh, it is time for the the uh, the highly listened to 5 o'clock hour. Now, I want you to be prepared for this. At about 520 today, or maybe a little bit before then, we're going to have uh, Scott Drew and uh, just a really cool interview he did about his new book, um, which is about joy, joy uh, Jesus, Others, yourself and uh really good new book and i read it and uh, enjoyed it and we're going to let you hear from scott drew because man that thing has been downloaded hundreds upon hundreds of times and people love that interview so we're going to play some of that coming up at 5:20. but next little nba talk for you and a little major league baseball want to catch you up on a couple of items involving your Texas Rangers, that's all next. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at CentexSportsFan.com. Don't miss out on the Fiesta Mexalicious specials going on now at La Fiesta in Waco. From Fiesta fried ribs tossed in honey chipotle barbecue sauce drizzled with chipotle mayo to the all-new Lotes Esquites jalapeno roasted corn. Plus our other new Berea menu. Exquisite savory dishes full of culture and tradition like the all-new Berea enchiladas. And don't forget about their all-new fried ice cream topped with chocolate caramel sauce. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Located on Franklin Avenue in Waco. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Make your dreams come true in 2022. First Central Credit Union has no closing costs and low interest rates on home equity loans now through June 30th. Build dreams with your home's equity for home renovations or unexpected expenses. 
get quick decisions from a local institution you trust. Apply online today at firstcentralcu.com. Loan subject to credit approval. Membership eligibility and loan policies. Rate subject to change without notice. Restrictions may apply. Minimum home equity loan is $10,000. Member NCUA. Hey guys, we all give gifts on birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, but have you ever given a gift just because gift? When it's not expected, it means the most coming from you. Since 1979, Morrison Gifts has been Waco's gift store for every occasion. Choose from lines of great gift ideas, including John Hart leather goods, big O key rings, candles, and jewelry, and as always, free gift wrapping and delivery available. Morrison Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business at 4308 West Waco Drive, next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Center. Parenting is full of surprises. You never know what to expect. So after our son was born, I called my Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent to set up a life insurance policy in case something happened to me. Sawyer is now two. And we'll soon have a sister. There's no one else I would trust with protecting my family. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com for an agent you can trust with life's most important decisions. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Mike Terry Auto Group is proud to serve Central Texas with the best deals on new and used cars, auto service, and community involvement. With over seven brands of vehicles, you're sure to find your new ride from Mike Terry Auto Group. Check out their Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership in Hillsboro and the Chevy Buick GMC dealership in Mahia. At any Mike Terry dealership, they will pay over the price of Kelly Blue Book for your trade-in and accept all creditors. Check out their website at mterryautogroup.com to see the value of your trade-in and browse their inventory. Head over to Mike Terry Auto Dealership today and find someone you can trust. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Marineland Boating Center, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, and we are uh, rolling into the 5 o'clock hour. Um, and Aaron, I, I, we were talking to British Schneider earlier in the program, and the Baylor women just dominated the regional at in Stillwater, Oklahoma State's home course, and they put it on them. The second-place team finished 13 strokes back. I think Oklahoma State, the, a player from uh, Oklahoma State, won the uh, individual award, but it was wild how everybody finished their day. I was trying to look at that earlier. The, the uh, Rosie Belsham... Finishes with an eagle. Britta Snyder finishes with a birdie. And I think behind them, Gerlene Core, this is all on 18. Gerlene Core was right behind Britta. And she finished with another eagle, I think. Or did she? Yeah, I think she drained it for, from 15 feet for an eagle. And that 
put all three of those Baylor players in a uh, in a tie for second place. Now, in college golf, you you send five players out and you take your best four scores. So the fourth player, Addie Baggerly, who, by the way, has played in majors, played in the U.S. Women's Open and is a big-time player, could be the number one for pretty much uh, any team, and is – I really, this team's funny. I, I think Gurley and Core is definitely the number one golfer, but, but you could throw – you know, I mean, anybody could be the number two golfer out of a Rosie Belsham, Britta Snyder, uh, it, it's, uh, or Addie Baggerly. Addie Baggerly finished 19th in it so they finished three players tied for second and one at 19 Karsten Creek is a very famous uh, course that uh, they raised all this money Mike Holder and uh, coach McGraw has a lot of ties the Baylor men's coach to Oklahoma State so he kind of saw all of that happening and I got to remember back he may have played a role in uh, in in helping raise some of the funding for that but it um because he was the head men's coach after Mike Holder at uh, Oklahoma State before he became the Baylor men's coach years later. But that that's a storied course, great course, very tough in some ways. Obviously, that that eight that par five eighteen, which has water down the left side, the big uh, um, and, and dog leg left, I believe they were saying, yeah, and water down the left side. If you can stay out of that water, you can have a go at the green. And Britta got there with a five wood, and then she two putted for uh, for birdie, and then uh, Rosie and Gerline eagled today. So just a tremendous uh, outing with uh, with the Baylor women today, and just put up uh, huge numbers there in Stillwater, low numbers I should say, and uh, very. But but I was looking at at Bucky's, Aaron and. She said they were into the fudge at Bucky's, and then they like to get the pulled pork sandwich. Aaron, I'm sure you have been to a Bucky's before. I mean, you're not American if you haven't, uh, or you're not a true Texan. Have do you do you, have you ever tried one of the barbecue sandwiches, like the chopped beef, the sliced, or the pulled pork sandwich? I because I, I, I always go with the same thing, which is like the the beef jerky. I like either the teriyaki. Or um, there's something that's a little sweeter. Uh, I'm trying to think. I like the smoked cheddar cheese, and then I'll get a big old huge like Diet Coke or something and head on down the road. Um, uh, Aaron, what is your go-to at Bucky's? Cake balls. They are oh so great, and I get the whatever it is quadruple chocolate. I mean, it's just everything is chocolate, and it they are so good. Just, You'd have been so just amazing. You'd, You'd been mad at me today. I went to I was in the line at Starbucks before the show, and they said, "Would you like a free birthday uh, cake pop?" And I don't know. It's not my birthday, so I'm not really sure what it was. But maybe it's just they had an extra one. I don't know. Maybe they're just being nice. And Aaron, I turned it down, partially because I have some gluten free people that live with me. And uh, I just think that's not very kind to have a cake ball sitting around. Um, but uh, you you probably would have enjoyed that cake ball. What the, the Bucky's cake ball? What which what flavor is that, Aaron? What what's inside the cake ball? It's uh, chocolate coated on the outside with chocolate cake inside. Oh, okay. they're amazing. Okay, that's interesting. I've never I've never heard the Bucky's cake ball. 
Uh, so that's a good one. I may have to try that at some point. Let us know on the uh, CNC Collision uh, Center text line, 254-662-1660, uh, what's your go-to at Bucky's When you stop at Bucky's? what do you go with? Now, of course, I stop at the check stop a lot as well. I like uh, I get a, a pimento cheese sandwich or I'll get a pastrami. Used to have the beer bread. They're not serving the beer bread there anymore, and that's very frustrating. Of course, when I'm in Waco, which is most of the time, a schmaltz's. I'm over at Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, and I get that lunch meat. I get uh, all the stuff. It's called the Schmaltz. But let us know what you get at Bucky's, 254-662-1660. Aaron, I go with the Bohemian. I just, I just came to me. The Bohemian Garlic is another one I go with on the on the beef jerky. Are you a connoisseur of beef jerky, Aaron? Not a big fan, no. Never have been. Wow. My best friend wow. loves it and needs pounds of it a week. Yeah. But I just don't don't yeah. like it. It's a good traveling meat because you can just yeah. kind of gnaw on it and it keeps you awake for long drives. And, and that's why. As messy yeah. as I am, I should probably try jerky more because there's, you know, there's no mess to it, literally. So. Yeah. 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 You don't really dip it in anything. You just, it's, it comes pre, you know, it's ready to roll. Uh, some people like to stop at Woody's if you're headed to Houston or something like that. Uh, for uh, for and Stuckey's also has it. Uh, I'm just thinking of all the places I get beef jerky uh, across the state of Texas. Uh, it is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. It's turned into some kind of food <laughs> show. Um, Aaron, uh, you know, we got Scott Drew coming up. I did want to bring up the fact that uh, the Mavs, after seemingly gaining momentum, shooting uh, uh, Phoenix Suns out of two games and just shooting the three ball great. Last night was an embarrassment. It was fine at halftime. They're down 49-46. They're okay. Came out and got blown off the court. Third quarter, they got outscored 33-14. They had 12 turnovers in the third quarter. They had 18 turnovers for the game. How many assists do you think they had in this game? Aaron, how many assists do you think the the Dallas Mavericks had? Now, sometimes because the college game is so much different, You'll see a team not have that many assists. But generally, in an NBA game where you have so much rim running, you have so many open threes that are hit, you're going to have a pretty big uh, number of assists. Aaron, do you care to, to guess how many assists the Dallas Mavericks had last night? I'm assuming it's low. I'm going to say 19. Eight. Oh, goodness. Yeah, not. I didn't see that stat, but... When you see or hear that stat, that tells you everything you need to know about the game. Yeah, yeah. So basically, they had eight or nine assists. I think it was eight. And they had 18 turnovers. Now, that's a horrific ratio. That's not something you want. You share the ball. What does uh, Scott Drew and others like to say? Share the sugar, okay? And uh, back in the 80s, NBA, Aaron, that could have been a, uh, that could have had a double meaning. All right. They had some issues back then. People snorting things back in the day. But uh but uh, they got they sort of got past most of that. Uh but it, it's it, that was a bad I mean, now they'll come home. They'll have to feel pretty good tomorrow night uh to be in front of the home crowd, a raucous crowd. Let's behave ourselves. Let's behave ourselves and uh, most fans do. Uh but when it's it, this is going to be it, they need to get after Chris Paul. Now, Chris Paul is having a weird series. He hit a he hit a three 
late in that game to give him seven points. He had five points in the game before. Now, I would say, at least in last night's game, he, had, he did have 10 or 11 assists. And, and, of course, they sat the starters for the last four or five minutes of that game. All right, Mavs have got to get this thing going. And, Aaron, as you brought up earlier off air, it was kind of funny. Biombo and Marquise Chris got in some kind of fight. And, uh, and one, of them, I can't, one of them went hunting the other. It appeared to, the cameras showed Biombo looking down the hall trying to find Marquise Chris. I mean, you guys are like third-string players. Just sit over there and cheer and behave yourselves and try, stop trying to fight each other. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Scott Drew, head coach of the Baylor Bears, joins us next. It's time now for today's Baylor Sports Beat, your daily dose of green and gold. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor Women's Golf extends its lead in the NCAA Stillwater Regional, plus softball headed to Oklahoma City today. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. In Texas, there's pea-sized hail and baseball-sized hail. Guess which one hit our house? We didn't even know where to begin, but we called our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent, and he was so reassuring. He knew exactly what to do to get our house back into shape and our lives back to normal. Now, we're even more thankful for the roof over our heads. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to insure your home for Texas-size weather. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. If you like the Baylor Nike gear John and the crew are wearing, check it out at the Baylor Bookstore on campus or online at baylorshop.com. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Allen Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Today is the third and final round of the NCAA Stillwater Regional for Baylor Women's Golf, and it begins with Baylor on top of the field by 13 strokes. Baylor shot a three under 285 yesterday in the second round. They've got a 13-stroke lead over Arizona State in second place, host Oklahoma State in fourth place at plus 18 through the two rounds. Baylor's softball leaving town today. They'll open play tomorrow in Oklahoma City, part of the Big 12 tournament there, and Baylor, the number five seed, opens against number four seed Iowa State tomorrow at noon. Here's Baylor's softball assistant coach, Hoot Jonigan. A good, solid club, scrappy club, as we all saw here. And um, we didn't like the way that uh, we played against them here, and they came in our backyard and took two or three from us. So, you know, it's another opportunity. If if that's not enough motivation for the girls, then I don't know what is. So, uh, you know, they finished fourth by the tiebreaker. We finished fifth. But it's an opportunity for us to, to, to right the ship, so to speak, and uh, get things going in the right direction again uh, as we open up tournament play. Yeah, and uh, everybody knows the importance of this tournament. You uh, you win the tournament, you're in the NCAA tournament field. 
Yeah, it really is, and it's, and it's a different tournament this year in the sense that it's single elimination. So uh, you know, you got to you win or you go home, and uh, you know that's probably best case scenario for us. We can win three games, one each day. You know, we got a chance to win the tournament. So we got to focus on game one on Thursday against Iowa State and uh, try to take care of that one, and then we'll worry about the next one. And uh, but it's not like it's double elimination. You're going to play six or seven games and all that kind of stuff. You know, we just take it one game at a time, like you, the old cliche says. And uh, starting with Iowa State on Thursday. Hoot John again in Baylor softball. Opening play in the Big 12 tournament in Oklahoma City tomorrow. It's Baylor versus Iowa State on the air at 1145. First pitch at noon on 101.3 FM television on ESPNU for the tournament opener tomorrow. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly clear skies tonight and still very humid conditions. Low temperatures fall to 71 degrees. Tomorrow we'll start off with a few clouds. Otherwise, partly to mostly sunny skies. Breezy and very warm. A high of 94. And the same story on Friday. Mostly sunny skies with above normal temperatures and a high of 95. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. When it's more than just your lawn, it deserves the Kubota Z400. Get a head-turning offer on class-leading speed, agility, simple deck height adjustments, and a quality cut. When you need comfort and performance, then you need the professional-grade Kubota Z400. Right now, get the Kubota Z400 mower for zero down, 0% APR for 36 months, or save $300. Now through June 30th. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. Are you tired of the same old boring pizza? Well, it's time to step it up and head on over to Village Pizzeria and Gelato Bar in Union Hall off Franklin Avenue in downtown Waco. This pizza is a handcrafted cuisine from the Castillo family, serving the fine food since the 1930s. Order by the slice or a whole pie or try Castillo's spaghetti and meatballs. Top your meal off with Italian gelato with many flavors to choose from. Village Pizzeria and Gelato Bar in Union Hall, Waco. Stop by or check them out at villagepizzeria.com. Hi, this is Brian Reese, General Manager of Harley-Davidson of Waco again, inviting everyone to come see us. Spring is here, and it's time to get your knees in the breeze. All new 2021 bikes are on sale. We have 2022 models arriving daily with over 150 bikes to choose from and a huge selection of certified pre-owned Harleys as well. Harley-Davidson of Waco, located off of I-35 South and New Road, Harley-Davidson of Waco, where you'll never ride alone. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco, to apply. 
Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 The Voice of the Bears, John Morris. Weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Fox Tonight, it's the Masked Singer Road to the Finale with an exclusive performance and brand new clues. Taking you way behind the scenes. Then the Domino Masters season finale. Domino! Every colossal bill. They're going to try to make my mind explode. Every tense topple. I'm going to be sick. Has all led up to this. Who will win it all? This is really, really close. All new Masked Singer special in the Domino Masters season finale. And stay tuned for Fox 44 News at 9. Your news now. As fuel cost has risen, make sure your vehicle is summer ready. To get the best fuel mileage, take the proper steps needed in maintaining your vehicle properly with Kish's Complete Car Care Center's maintenance. There are many aspects of maintaining the fuel economy of your car. With rising fuel costs, we can make sure you get the best fuel mileage possible. Take the proper steps in maintaining your vehicle today at Kish's Complete Car Care Center. 5300 Franklin Avenue. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. Dallas Mavericks fall to the Suns 110-80 last night. Suns now lead that series 3-2. 76ers lost to the Heat 102-85. Miami leads their series 3-2. Tonight in the NBA playoffs, Milwaukee at Boston. Tip is at 6 o'clock. Series tied at two games each. Golden State at Memphis. Golden State leading that series three games to one. Tonight, UIL playoff softball continues on our airways. Crawford, Lady Pirates versus Italy Gladiators from Waco ISD. First pitch at 6 o'clock, and you can hear that game on 104.9 FM. Texas Rangers beat the Kansas City Royals last night 6-4. Rangers and Royals, game two of their series tonight, 7.05 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. On Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. And, uh, boy, Baylor Club is one of our great sponsors. I saw our next guest at the Baylor Club the other night. And, uh, boy, he was uh, he was having a nice meal. He was mixing with all the luminaries around there, uh, including the great Grant McCaslin, former Baylor assistant who was in town. Scott Drew, welcome back to the uh, Matt Mosley show. And uh, and congratulations, by the way. The new book is out. Uh, I was fortunate enough to secure one, and uh, I've I've really uh, I've, I I really enjoyed it. Well, I am glad. So you so you made it all the way through it already, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, if there's going to be a test, I mean, I, I like that. I like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like. I even like that part because I remember some of those things brought back a lot of memories, like that first. Was that the 2008 tournament where uh, you got they waited to call our names till the very end and that kind of thing? I mean, that, there's a lot of memories that come flooding back. Now, I got to ask you, you're not someone who loves talking about yourself. You're very good at 
you know, praising others. And, and was this a, uh, was this therapeutic? Was this awkward? What was it? What was it like sitting down, having to kind of go back over your life? And, and uh, what was the, what was the process like for you? Great question. So the first thing is uh, I definitely don't like talking about myself and uh, that's why it's our book. I mean, it, 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 players, staff, uh, Baylor family, uh, all, all the Baylor fans out there, um, and 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 hopefully uh, more than that, uh, we we wrote the book because uh, uh, um, it's God's platform and it's given Him all the honor and glory. And then uh, after that, we want to grow Baylor Nation and we want the, uh, the Baylor family to expand and hopefully people out there that uh, value and appreciate uh, uh, what we do or how we do it um, uh, can jump on board and become become fans and part of the part of the uh, Baylor traveling contingency. And uh, with that, if it was my book done by me, it would have been a picture book. But obviously, Don Yeager enabled it to have some words. So that's a good thing. Uh, and and I, I don't know how you felt, but uh, it, it's really an easy read. He's an 11-time uh, uh, New York bestseller. He's done books ranging from Coach K to John Wooden to Walter Payton to Jack Nicholas. Um, I just finished a book, I think, with Bubba Watson. So uh, he's he's uh, done a lot of uh, things. But his dad was a, a, a minister. And he really loved the the, the Christian um, emphasis and just how our uh, program tries to honor God. And uh, with that, uh, it was, as you know, coaches are, are constantly moving forward. You're always working for uh, next season, the next day, the next game, and very seldom are you ever able to reflect. So he talked to a lot of our uh, uh, assistant coaches and administrators, and then when, when we would talk, He'd bring up, do you remember this? You remember that? And it was great because it made you reflect. It made you uh, remember and just uh, uh, become even more that that much more appreciative of the past and everything that went into developing uh, the basketball program as it is today. Talking to Scott Drew, his new book's out. There's a big uh, book signing that's happening over at the uh, Baylor Bookstore. And uh, I believe that's tomorrow. I saw them tweeting about that from noon to 2 o'clock. Scott, I had hoped to be on the scene to broadcast from there, but you did not uh, plan around the Mosley show, which is uh, very disappointing. Um, yeah, that's you've terrible been... planning. Terrible uh-huh. planning. <laughs> uh-huh. I think that's when you would obviously get the biggest audience, but there'll be a good audience there, and so people can come by. Now, Scott, you one thing you can't do is, like, do a whole bunch of personal messages. You know, there, there may be a big crowd there. So you can't be like writing whole Bible verses, all right? So I know uh, how you are. We will keep it quick. We will keep it quick. We'll keep it moving. <laughs> hey, you know, you know, the great thing is I actually learned where to sign that's proper. And, and I wish I'd have known that before I had signed the first uh, 50 or 100 books. No, I feel bad for those people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I had uh, – I'm still looking on here to see – Maybe you put a secret message for, for me on the uh, title well, here. Well, the I, whole book's about Matt Mosley, isn't it? That's right. Well, I, I, I generally make things about myself, but I don't see a lot of mentions in here, so I am concerned <laughs> about that. The um, I, I this Did is you you're think the only it was an easy read. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. Yeah, it's all Great. laid out. I mean, I I always am looking because I know a lot of this stuff, and of course, I was covering all the. Before you got here, I was covering all that the morning news. So 
all of that is fascinating to me. But the stuff that I want to read about is like this chaplain. I mean, that's hilarious to me that um, that this you you said he was having trouble with like he was a you know cutting it down to fifteen minutes uh, <laughs> devotionals, and then I start reading about some Old Testament character that even though I used to win those sword drills or Bible drills, we would call them one, two, I'm sure you were involved in some of that, but there was some character that I didn't, Benaya shows up in this book. I promise yeah. you no other college coach would mention that Old Testament character. <laughs> well, and, and the great thing is we won't tell them anything else about it. We'll make them read it. So, uh, <laughs> and, and, uh, uh, as you, as, as you, you've mentioned, uh, um, Throughout the book, uh, not only uh, players, but also uh, um, just people that touched our program. And Pastor Weibel uh, has been a phenomenal uh, uh, game day uh, pastor and has done amazing things with our with our with our team. And then Pastor Brewer um, with Nations of Coaches has been a phenomenal addition as well. Yeah, I had hoped this one part started to make me cry. I don't know if you know what it would be. I made me very emotional. The uh, I I had hoped you would not mention this young man's name Zubek. That brought back bad uh, memories. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's why we it, that that bottom half of the page is blank for tears. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. That's right. I didn't see Don Yeager at that game, but yeah, I I was uh, that was very uh, <laughs> that was tough to to live through. But uh, there is a, a thread through this whole thing, and I really think that uh, your faith, you know, uh, is such a huge part of it. And family, I, I I do like the part where you you know you like you said you could have seen Bryce having all this success and then going to the NBA, and and I think the thing that says a lot about you is. You loved every minute of it, and you know, and you freely admit that some of Bryce's success uh, helped your career and spurred your career on. And I think that, uh, I think Scott, that that's part of kind of who you are. Because again, and you brought up Cain and Abel and some of the other brothers. I think Esau was involved in one of those things where it could have yeah. been like that. But you and Bryce have a unique relationship. You're old enough where you. It's like he didn't have to live too much with your shadow. And then you you seem to be very um, okay with his success. Was that did was that just from an early age with you guys? And and as you said in the book, do you kind of feel like having that four years apart kind of helped in that regard? Well, and as you know, coaches always want uh, uh, players to be great teammates and great team players. So um, it, it doesn't uh, uh, help a coach that uh, is jealous or. Uh, doesn't like other people to have success. And um, I, I know with, uh, from an early age, uh, I, obviously you're competitive with uh, anybody you play with, but I knew my brother was good enough when I wanted him on our team. He had to be pretty good, right? Because <laughs> I, I wanted to win. So anyway, uh, uh, I know uh, um, my dad's success, my brother's success uh, played a large part in, in, in my opportunities and my growing. And same time, uh some of the best memories I had was coaching my brother at, at Valpo or um, coaching his uh, 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 junior high team or helping out a uh, summer team, uh, uh, helping them in the NBA, um, being a part of that. And uh, a lot of the things that we learned from how the best coaches in the country at the time who recruited him, I mean, he was Mr. Basketball in Indiana, seeing how they did home visits, see how they did uh, um, 
telephone calls, see how they did all their uh, note writing and presentations. I mean, uh, all that uh, went into, uh, I think, what has helped me be successful. So uh, team team game in every a- aspect and every facet. And now uh, what, what's great is, uh, as you know, as you get older, it's harder to keep in touch sometimes with family, um, especially as everyone moves and, and goes greater distance away. But when you have uh, people in the same profession, it makes it that much easier to stay in touch because they're watching the games and they're, they're, they're trying to help after games um, and they know what you're going through. Uh, so that, that's been a blessing. Uh, and to me, uh, following in my dad's footsteps, uh, a Hall of Fame college coach um, uh, just shows you how uh, and what an impact he had on my life. But, yeah. you know, uh, Matt, I, I know with all the Baylor fans out there, they're, uh, hopefully it brings up great memories. And uh, I remember this game. I remember that. Oh, I remember this player. I remember. And then the behind the scenes of what helped. But also people that aren't Baylor fans just to see um, where where um, our success and uh, the things that we've uh, implemented or done that uh, you can win and uh, uh, be a Christian school, be a Christian coach, um, uh, have a no cussing policy. I mean, I think it's great and uh, for business owners. Oh, you can do a, a, a voluntary lunchtime Bible study where you buy lunches uh, for employees that want to be a part of it. I mean, you can uh, uh, you're on call uh, anywhere you work or whatever you do, and you can impact people's lives in, in so many ways. Yeah, I got to that part on page 131, and you started, uh, it, Grant McCaslin was doing some devotionals and that kind of thing. Oh, so tremendous. I really, yeah, yeah I, I kind of wanted to make sure he was on point theologically, because I've known Grant <laughs> for a lot of years. So I was really he trying to... He learned a lot of that from you in his college days. There was yeah. Truett Seminary, and there was Mosley Seminary, so... I mean, you you had a you had a profound impact on him as well. <laughs> well, he did a great job the other night. I'm glad you didn't walk in sooner and make him nervous or something, because uh, he you know you might have seen his old coach and, and gotten a little nervous back uh, there. But uh, Grant, oh, uh, Grant, Grant's the best. He's the well, best. And, and and that's we've been also blessed just with the different assistants we've had, and and they on the road normally our assistants do game day chapel services and. Um, uh, spiritually, I've I've grown so much from uh, not only uh, the pastors and everyone else in our program, but uh, the coaches, um, and uh, that that's been such a blessing. Yeah, well, you surrounded yourself with with good people. Um, would uh, did Grant and Jerome always? Get, I'm trying to remember. It seemed like it seemed like those guys uh, would would go at it a little bit. I feel like Jerome told me that one time. I mean. <laughs> Was that one of the? I mean, you really kind of promote that with your staff, don't you? Like, hey, let's get it out of our system. Like, if you got some kind of deal, let's air it out. I mean, I don't, you know, you don't strike me as a very confrontational person, but it, <laughs> but you didn't really, you didn't, you don't really let things linger within uh, with within your staff. At least that's the way I've always kind of mm-hmm. interpreted things. Well, I think I think uh, just like uh, uh, a Christ-centered marriage. Uh, uh, Christ-centered program. I mean, biblically, if you have confrontation and, and problems, you're supposed to go to that person and then bring two or three involved if you need to. But 
if a staff can't get along, obviously the team can't get along. And we all are, we, we all have our families. We have our spouses. We have, it, there's, there's going to be conflict because uh, as you know, there's a lot of different ways to get to four, three plus one equals four, two plus two equals four, four plus zero equals four. They all equal four. And sometimes when you're debating game plans, What's the best way to get to four? And you want people that are passionate and believe in what they believe in. At the end of the day, once you step out of that 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 the the war room or meeting or uh, mm-hmm. if it's recruits who you think is best for your program, the great thing is that's where um, all being on the same page. And uh, uh, for us, I mean, um, uh, I, I know with my wife, a Christ-centered marriage is the way that we make it through it. So with our with our staff, same thing. I mean. Uh, once we iron out, this is three plus one is how we're getting to four today. We're all on the same page and yeah. doing the same thing. But our, our assistants have all been really successful in large part for their willingness to learn from each other and grow from each other. And that's been that's been really neat as a head coach because obviously I learn from everyone. You learn from anyone. I mean, yeah. even the great Matt Mosley can learn from someone, right? Well, yeah, and by the way, I'm with uh, I, I'm I'm with Jacus on fouling when uh, went up by three. Okay, just so you know, if there's still some uh, some disagreements in the staff about that, just know he and I oh, so, he and so I are interesting. Let's 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 go to that. that let's go to that because I know most media say foul went up three, and you know what? Like I agree with that. The problem is if they're dribbling toward you is a lot of times in college there's not a lot like in the pros they're used to shooting as time expires college sometimes people shoot it early number one number two officials don't call as much of it and if they don't know you're trying to file sometimes we've twice tried to file it wasn't called and they got by us and got a better look than if we would have just guarded them the other thing is on a big monday game texas Oklahoma State at Oklahoma State. It was a three-point game. They throw the long pass. They try to follow him. They turn. They say he's in the act of shooting at half court. So, like, that's that's the only flip side that you get worried yeah. about. And then the last one would be, well, what if you miss the free throw? So you make the first one. Now it's a two-point game. You miss the next one. The ball gets tipped out. They hit a three, and you actually lose, where if they hit a three, the worst you can do is go to overtime. Well, it, that that part, that one scenario, I know you need to get going here pretty soon, but it, it, it never the, – the missing a free throw almost never works. And I know you're thinking about all these doomsday scenarios. Marcus Smart had a beautiful one, by the way, that you could show your players the other night where he threw it hard off the backboard, hits the rim, and, and he waited. I know uh, he, he waited, the, um, and he actually got the rebound. It almost worked. But anyway, I, I, we, we could debate this for a long time. The last thing I had for you, can you tell us but, real but quick? I, I do believe oh. in it, too, just so you know. I just oh, okay. the downside to where you, you can't always – sometimes that doesn't – you know what I mean? Like, it, say you throw it uh, – they throw it in, and the guy catches it, and he goes to shoot right away because there's only two seconds. Then you're scared of that. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So no, I, I'm anyway, just trying to figure out stuff in there for you. Yeah, I'm fi- I'm trying to figure out who on the staff is against me on this thing. If it's AD, <laughs> I, I need to visit with him. But uh, 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 but uh, but by by the way, your staff loving what you did with your staff, Tweedy. Uh, my gosh, you know one of the one of the greatest players ever. Last thing, real quick, Jalen Bridges, Grimes, Caleb Loner. 
Uh, and I know we don't have time to we'll, we'll hopefully get to talk again, but I, I, I would be remiss if I didn't bring these these transfers in. You've got size and then you, you do have a guy that can play some point guard. What were you what was kind of your overall thoughts on on these three players? Because I, I find you all scouting very interesting. Some people just say, oh, that guy scores a lot. We want him. You all have a little different flavor about how you go about it. This guy has to fit your culture. He has to fit your system. What was the common thread with these three transfers? Well, I think I think all three are gym rats. Um, they want to get better. They live in the gym, and um, they work really hard at their craft. And people that uh, work really hard and want to get better, they get better. Um, and obviously, they all got talent, and they all got ability. Uh, we really like their, their inner makeup and their characteristics that, that we think uh, will allow them to not only continue to improve and get better, but also be great teammates. Um, and then and then the good thing is they're all older. And as we know in college basketball, so often a 23-year-old beats an 18-year-old. All right. All right. Well, uh, it's going to be exciting, and uh, this next year is going to be a lot of fun. Hey, congrats uh, on the book. And uh, there'll be a long line there at the bookstore tomorrow, 12 to 2. You'll be making an appearance, signing autographs, and uh, have, a, uh, have a great time with it. And uh, just enjoy, enjoy basking in all this success. Scott, I know you love it when people make it all about you. So I'm going to encourage everybody. <laughs> this is all about uh-huh. us. You know that. Uh-huh. No, I'm going to tell everybody, us. make it all about you. Have a great day out there. I appreciate you doing this. I appreciate you. Have a blessed day. Take <laughs> okay. care. All right, there he goes, Scott Drew, who has written this new book. I'm holding it as we speak, The Road to Joy. And there it is, um, our visit with Scott Drew. And uh, Scott, uh, uh, good book and uh, good stuff from Scott there. We got some basketball in there at the end talking about some of these transfers that uh, Baylor has. Now three new transfers that came through in the portal. Lots to uh, get you ready for tonight. Uh, Some more NBA playoffs we want to hit on, and uh, we will have to say goodbye to you. It is the dismount coming up next. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. The best prices on newer used guns can be found at Appaloosa Trade and Post Rodeo Pond. They have a large selection of 9mm guns, revolvers, shotguns, and ammo. From brand names like Smith & Wesson, Kanek, Bursa, Glock, and Ruger. Buy, sell, or trade with a friendly and knowledgeable staff that will promptly answer your questions. And ask about their lifetime warranty on new guns. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118 Appaloosa Trade and Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. 
Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Your home for Baylor baseball is ESPN Central Texas. Howdy, y'all. It's Clayton with Clayton Construction. Springtime is in full swing and we are building away. If you're in the market for a new shop, barndo, or home, reach out to us to see if we can help. We pride ourselves in serving our customers with honesty, integrity, and quality. You can find us on Facebook or the web at www.claytonconstructionus.com or 254-420-8485. Thank you and God bless. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format helping to break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kalea with the Kalea Wealth Management Group. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on our website or Spotify. Kalea Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Keep up with Baylor Softball on ESPN Central Texas. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Nitchy Group Insurance Agency. With the Nitchy Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Nitchy Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Nitchy Group at 1-800-258-8302. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. Dallas Mavericks fall to the Suns 110-80 last night. Suns now lead that series 3-2. 76ers lost to the Heat 102-85. Miami leads their series 3-2. Tonight in the NBA playoffs, Milwaukee at Boston. Tip is at 6 o'clock. Series tied at two games each. Golden State at Memphis. Golden State leading that series three games to one. Tonight, UIL playoff softball continues on our airways. Crawford, Lady Pirates versus Italy Gladiators from Waco ISD. First pitch at 6 o'clock, and you can hear that game on 104.9 FM. Texas Rangers beat the Kansas City Royals last night 6-4. Rangers and Royals, game two of their series tonight, 7.05 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas.
It is the Matt Mosley Show. It is the dismount. We have to say good night. And um, it's going to be uh, going to have a great evening and be back tomorrow. There's so much going on. Italy. I love that. I love when Italy's involved in something. We can't really count them. I mean, they're almost a Waxahachie. We can't count them as one of our local schools. We can count Bosqueville. I love seeing Bosqueville doing its thing. And uh, right in the middle of it, getting some things done. I was following uh, Midway softball over the weekend, kind of seeing what they were up to. They had a big win. I noticed over a uh, tremendous team from, I think it was from the Metroplex, I noticed. But there's some good stuff going on uh, as we get into the spring sports. In fact, I noticed I was checking out the state golf tournament, and Lake Belton was performing extremely well. I guess that would be Class 4A. Uh, Lake Belton was doing some great things. Um, and, uh, in fact, uh, the golf team, I'll get the name of that young man. He was uh, he was like third in, in, after the first round at state. So we'd love to recognize all our folks that are uh, participating uh, in state. I like uh, all these track meets we've had recently. So congratulations to a lot of our local folks. But I did see that uh, Lake Belton was making a really nice showing in golf. And I think that tournament was being held <clears throat> up in uh, Georgetown, Georgetown, Texas. Good courses up there. Used to go by, uh, I think it was called Berry Creek. Love Mill Creek in Salado. Great course. And then Wildflower in uh, in uh, Temple. The, there's just some really, really fun courses as you make your way up and down the uh, I-35 corridor. Now, speaking of golf, tomorrow, the Byron Nelson starts, and it used to be a, one of the great tournaments on tour. Still good. Still good. They haven't really figured out exactly what course they want to use. Now they're at TPC Craig Ranch. It is a good course. It's up in uh, McKinney. We'll see how that goes. Lots of uh, uh, reaction since the commissioner has basically said that It'll be a violation if you go over and play on the Saudi Arabia tour, and they've got a big tournament coming up in London. And so Phil Mickelson, Sergio, all these people, there's uh, some contention. And I saw some really interesting comments today from the likes of Will Zalatoris, Justin Thomas, and others. Everybody have a tremendous evening. Congratulations to the Baylor Women's Golf, a huge performance at regional NCAA regionals. They won it by 13 strokes. Good night, everybody. See you tomorrow.